0: That's me, the Roma. I'm old and beautiful. I can hardly wait to taste. Good morning, everyone out there in podcast land, and welcome to the first episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. This is Jay Brooks. I'm your host, and by sharing my morning devotion with you, I pray the Lord will use this time for the benefit of all of us. I have never done a podcast before, so please bear with me as I find my way. I love Jesus. And I love coffee. I have my Bible open, and I have a nice hot mug of dark roast coffee here. So I have everything I need to start my day. Today is Good Friday, the day we remember the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus. I like to use different translations of the Bible. Today, I will be reading from the New American Standard Bible. I'm going to read John 18, verse 28. Through John nineteen, verse thirty, in Psalm one nineteen, eighteen, the psalmist wrote, "Open my eyes, that I may behold wonderful things from your law." So I always pray before reading the Bible. So let's get started. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of your Son, our Savior, Christ Jesus. And we ask you, as the psalmist did, to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your word. We ask that you would change us with your word, because we desperately need to be changed. And we ask that you would speak to us through your word, because we desperately need to hear your voice. And we ask you to reveal yourself to us from your word, because we desperately need to know you. Amen. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas into the Praetorium, and it was early, and they themselves did not enter into the Praetorium, so that they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Therefore a Pilate went out to them and said, What an accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If this man were not an evildoer, he would not have delivered him to you. So Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews said to him, We are not permitted to put anyone to death, to fulfill the word of Jesus, which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he was about to die. Therefore, Pilate entered again into the praetorium and summoned Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you saying this on your own initiative? Or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Therefore Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I release someone for you on the Passover. Do you wish then that I release you, the king of the Jews? So they cried out again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was a robber. Pilate then took Jesus and scorched him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and put a purple robe on him. And they began to come up to him and say, Hail, King of the Jews, to give him slaps in the face. Pilate came out again and said to them, Behold, I am bringing him out to you, so that you may know that I find no guilt in him. Then Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. So when the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by that law he ought to die, because he made himself out to be the Son of God. Therefore, when Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. And he entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You do not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and I have authority to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no authority over me unless it had been given you from above. For this reason, he who delivered me to you has the greatest sin. As a result of this, Pilate made efforts to release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you relieve this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Everyone who makes himself out to be a king opposes Caesar. Therefore, when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover. It was about the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. So they cried out. Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he then handed him over to be crucified. They took Jesus therefore and he went out, bearing his own cross, to the place called the Place of the Skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha. There they crucified him and with him two other men, one on either side and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It was written, Jesus, the Nazarene, the king of the Jews. Therefore, many of the Jews read this inscription for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews were saying to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his outer garments and made four parts, a part to every soldier, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece. So they said to one another, Let us not hear it, tear it, but cast lots for it, to decide whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture. They divided my outer garment among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Therefore the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw them, his mother, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own household. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things had already been accomplished, to fulfill the scripture, said, I am thirsty a jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine upon a branch of hyssop and brought it up to his mouth. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. This is the word of the Lord. I fumbled a few times there, but I think that's all right. I'm not perfect. That's why I need Jesus. So... I just read the crucifixion account according to John's Gospel. Crucifixion, what a horrible way to die. The Romans were very good at some things, and they were extremely good at killing people. Crucifixion is a gruesome death. If you don't know what happens during the crucifixion, I'm going to give you a brief description. Picture, if you will, somebody hanging from the cross, his arms up above his head with the nails through his wrists it wasn't really his hands. His hands would have torn off. But in that culture, anything from the wrist down was considered hands, so they say hands. But it went through his wrist, It's nice and strong there. Between the bones, it would hold good. And you're hanging down like that. It closes your airway. You can't breathe. And that's why when you see a depiction of someone being crucified or a crucifix the knees are bent and the feet are nailed together so that the knees stay bent because in order to breathe the one being crucified has to pull himself up with his hands and push up with his feet to get himself upright so he can get air into his lungs the pain is excruciating pushing against the nail in the feet and pulling against the nails in the hand but you can't breathe until you get back up there but after a while, the pain is so terrible, you drop back down again and you hang there. But you can't breathe. So you pull yourself back up again, excruciating pain, and you breathe as much as you can until the pain is no longer bearable, then you drop back down. And you do that over and over again for hours until you're so exhausted that you can no longer lift yourself again. And then you will die by suffocation. It's a horrible way to die. I can't imagine going through it, but our Lord did that for us. On top of that, he was separated from the Father for the only time in all of eternity because the Father turned his back on him. In another translation, in another, not translation, in another gospel that says, My Lord, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God the Father could not look upon Jesus at that time because he was taking all of our sin on himself. It's a terrible way to die. And I'm so, so in love with Jesus. The next thing that stands out to me in this reading is when Pilate says, What is truth? What a question. What is truth? Jesus had said the night before, I am the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus, Lord Jesus, you're so good to us. And while he was suffering, the Lord had the presence of mind to take care of his mother by telling the writer of the gospel, the disciple Jesus loved the apostle John to take care of his mother, take his mother into his household. Contemplate these events today. Think about this day, what happened. The cross of Jesus Christ is where justice and mercy met. It's where the Lamb of God took away the sin of the world. Oh, do turn to him today and thank him. I expect to be weeping after this ends, after I close this podcast, because God has been so good to me. Well, thanks for listening in to the first episode of Jesus and coffee. Amen. And so with that, I will say, tune in next time to Jesus and coffee. Amen. And me too.